On the program with us today, we have Andy Maher and Jamie Jones with the Grady County Fairgrounds. Andy, thanks for coming in, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, George. Jamie. It's always great to have an opportunity yeah. to come on. All right. Happy New Year, Jamie. Glad to have you out here and talk about uh, what's going on and what has happened and uh, what we're expecting out of the Grady County Fairgrounds. So, uh, good way to get the, get the year started, I guess. Yeah. 2020. Oh, <laughs> Happy to be here. So let's t- just kind of give a little recap of 2021, I guess, Andy or Jamie, whichever one you want to talk about uh, some of those things. Uh, some There were some new events this year and some events have been going on forever and ever. And just glad to have uh, all the activities that we can at there at the fairgrounds. Of course. I think one of the highlights of 2021 is we were able to host our first Junior National Cattle Show in June. Super big hit. Um, we're actually up for some nominations. I saw this morning uh, for... Uh, junior national show of the year so that's that's really exciting we're hoping the votes come in in our favor that's great and is that an event that's going to be coming back maybe uh this year or is it like on a rotation basis or something jamie do you know yeah so we will actually kind of go on a rotation where this year we have a different breed coming this year we have the uh, junior red angus association coming and then we have some talks for the next few years on different breeds and that's that's huge. Uh, livestock shows a big deal uh, for Oklahoma, no doubt. It is big. It, it it's nice to see our name next to communities like Louisville, Kentucky, Indianapolis, Indiana, Des Moines, Iowa, uh, Grand Island, Nebraska. When you when you put Chickasha in the mix, I feel like that's the only community in that list of names where people might have to Google where's where is Chickasha, right. Oklahoma. So it's 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 quite an accomplishment to be mm-hmm. in in the running with those communities. Another new event that happened this last fall was uh, the alpaca show, which is uh, uh, an interesting industry in itself. Most definitely. We had people from all over the United States come to the alpaca show. It was actually a regional show, uh, but people from all over the United States came to that show, and we've actually had some interest that has sparked some conversation after the show about hosting their national alpaca show in in maybe 2023 or 2024 mm-hmm. yeah and there's a lot of local uh, alpaca producers jamie that uh, were part of the program and instrumental in getting the whole thing put together yeah so everybody likes to come to our facility and then when they see what we can do it's nice when the local people can go to that national association and be like hey have you guys checked out Chickasha and the grady county fairgrounds because they've got it going on and maybe we should look at having a national show there and uh, again great friendly facilities uh, andy your staff just uh, kudos to them for all the work uh, that they do week in and week out when it gets really busy for sure. I was telling somebody the other day, I said, if we were a baseball team, I would bet on us because we can hit that. We can hit the fastball. We can hit the curveball in the, in the bottom of the ninth. It, it never fails how you can be really prepared. And when these events move in, they're always going to throw you a curveball. Uh, it's just it's just the nature of the beast when you deal with events and, and the public. Uh, there's sometimes it's weather. There's so many factors that go into our events that 
nothing's black and white. It seems like we're always having to adjust, and, and I've got the best staff in the world that, that can hit that curveball in the bottom of the ninth and, and usually hit it for a home run. Right. And what are the numbers? How many employees do you have out there? Uh, it, it varies. Right now I think we have eight employees, which is actually uh, when you tell people that, that we're running that size of facility with eight full-time employees, it just blows their mind. We, we probably need to have somewhere around 20. Um, but when you have eight of the best employees – you can do that. And uh, talk about, uh, can I give a recap of the facilities that are available out there for groups to take advantage of? So in 2017, uh, we were able to open up the, the new event center, climate controlled, and that is really... I can't believe it's been five years already. It's crazy. Seems like yesterday, <laughs> yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. The, the neat thing about that event center is is it's climate controlled. Uh, you just don't see climate controlled facilities they're not a dime a dozen. They're, they're kind of hard to find. Uh, and you can look at our calendar in the summer months or the, the months that, that are extremely heat. Mm-hmm. The heat index is up there. We have no problem selling, selling events in, in the winter or in the summertime. Uh, everybody likes that air conditioning. Everybody likes the climate control. The, the neat thing about that event center is I don't care how many times you've been in the front door. Every time I walk in the front door, it takes my breath away to, you know, to look at that structure and, and to think that how multi-purpose and, and all the different events that we can have in that building. You know, this weekend we're having an outlaw cart Super Bowl. It's a race racing event. They're like sprint cars, aren't they? Sprint cars yeah. inside the event center. So uh, I'm sure our exhaust fans will be working yes. overtime <laughs> this weekend. Um, and that's a first-time event. How did they find out about the fairgrounds? It is. It's a first-time event. They have had several events in Oklahoma, and just word of mouth. It goes back to having, you know, we talked about our our staff earlier. It goes back to, to customer service and customer care, and, and it doesn't take long at all for people to find out that when you come to Chickasha and when you come to the Grady County Event Center, you're going to be treated right, uh, top-notch facility, top-notch community. Um, so the community does such a great job of supporting our events and and supporting the, the tourists that do come to town to our events. So uh, basically word of mouth. I always tell people if, if we're doing a good job on our end, the advertisement is, is free. Mm-hmm. But that didn't keep you from going out and recruiting uh, events, right, Jamie? Because that's kind of what you do, right? Most definitely. So um, there's a lot of times when events aren't really sure if they can be at our facility. There's a lot of uh, time that the question is, well, we can't afford it. Everybody just sees the outside of the facility and their first assumption is, well, we can't afford your facility. It's going to cost too much. And we are very comparable on our rates to everywhere else. But I have to say that when they realize what they get, because it's not just like, like Andy said, it's not just the building that they're getting. You know, they're getting our staff and they're getting that customer service that not every place has. And so when we can reach out to them and be like, hey, why don't you why don't you put the numbers together and kind of see if you can come out and see if we can find a date for you, then it just helps to, to get those people thinking that, hey, maybe we can go to Chickasha. And uh, other benefits are just uh, uh, it's not really crowded uh, where places like, I know some a lot of ag events go to Oklahoma City to the uh, fairgrounds up there. That's just so busy and heavy traffic and crowded. Where Chickasha, I mean, you've got the facilities that can handle some of the moderate size events for sure. And I, I think what what we get the feedback that we get a lot is is we've got a, a 
big league feel. The event center, our facilities are big league, but yet the community is, is they still have that small town setting and, and it's not a concrete jungle and, and you don't have to fight the traffic and, and we're so blessed to have the location that we have uh, right off I-44 and, and even the crossroads of 35 and, and I-40. We're just, we're just extremely blessed to have the location and, and the close proximity to Oklahoma City as well. What are some uh, future plans you're working on, perhaps, to do some additional growth at the fairgrounds? Yeah, we're really excited to announce that in 2022 that we're going to add a livestock stalling barn. It'll be a 33,000-square-foot stall barn that will have capabilities of housing 150 horses, or probably about 350 show cattle would be able to be tied in that facility uh, we should break ground in, in the next 30 days. We're expecting that facility to Where's be... Where's that going to be located? It'll be located just south of the event center. Um, and it, it will basically have the same footprint as the event center as far as square footage. Um, and and we really are excited about this. We think that, that with this building, it, we'll be able to contract some larger events that are going to stay here for for multiple days not just friday saturday sunday events we're we're expecting that that we're going to get some seven to ten to actually 14 day events that that we'll be able to host in the future um we're, we're a little bit out of balance right now we've got the the facility to have exhibitions um we just don't have the capabilities of stalling that amount of you know horses and and, and cattle and so we have quite a few events that are actually waiting to sign a contract to make sure that this building's going to be built and once it's built we you'll you'll see th- some increase in events immediately build so, it and they will come have we heard that before somewhere <laughs> if you build it they will come so we we really hope that it you know the return on this building is it, it's going to spark some some economic de- you know, mm-hmm. it, it'll boost our, our economic climate for sure. Have you bought some more land out there? Or We uh, have. We've, yeah. we've been able to secure some, some more land um, between us and Best Western Plus. Um, we don't really have any plans to develop that land. It, it's more going to be overflow parking, and and I think you'll you'll see a new driveway in off of Grand, um, maybe a little bit safer entrance for our large trailers. To, um, for for entrance and, and exits from our events, Jamie. There's a lot of groups that use the fairgrounds uh, several times a year, and there's uh, some events coming up uh, this month. That I think that are are among them. Like uh, got a, bunch, a lot of barrel racing groups come in. We do, we do. We have several barrel racing groups. Um, the Central 4D is one that always comes in January, and then they're here a couple other times during the year. Um, the other thing you'll see, especially starting in the spring, the Oklahoma High School and Junior High Rodeo, they, they come two or three times a year. They just love our facility and love the layout. Yeah, and uh, that's in the summer, like late spring, So they'll have so? Yeah, they'll have a, a show in the spring, and we will actually host both the junior high state finals and the high school state finals again this year, which will happen at the end of May and then the first week in June. And then they'll come back in the fall to do another joint rodeo. Right, and what's great is uh, the top finishers in the state high school finals go on can go on to the nationals, and there's a lot of them do. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot that come from the, the state finals that end up up in – um, I'm not even sure where the latest one was. Andy, do you do you know where they go on from Oklahoma? It's uh, 
Wisconsin, Minnesota, up around there somewhere, northern part of the country. Yeah, they've so, had them. Yeah. They've had them in Wyoming. They've yeah. had them in Iowa, New Mexico. Uh, one, one of the neat things about the state finals this year is we're on a short list for that event to be televised. Um, wow. Um, so yeah, that's a that's a big deal. Anytime you can get exposure and, and you can see Grady County Fairgrounds and Chickasha, Oklahoma on the fence panel on on your TV set from your living room is it's always exciting right and we're looking forward to uh the movie coming out here i guess very soon that some recording uh with that with the imaginary shane henry and maggie mcclure yeah we can't uh, wait that and darcy lynn farmer and a lot of locals uh used for extras in that so that'll be nice yeah we can't wait uh we we did what almost two weeks of, of filming off and on you know last spring and and had lots of lots of fun Fun times with that yeah, event. That's the movie that uh, Cheryl Ladd uh, spent some time in town doing some taping and all that. And kudos to uh, Reagan Elkins and all the folks that were uh, helping with that. Uh, Jim Count at the Economic Development Council. A lot of work over a short amount of time to make that happen. Yeah, we've we've got such a, a great team in Chickasha. Uh, like I said earlier, that I think that that helps us so much when when we can book events but we know we've got all these entities in town that that have our back and that that can support us so if 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 we don't all come together as a community it it just doesn't work so um, we're, we're just so blessed to be where we're at two big livestock events coming up in the next few weeks jamie and it brings a lot of these are more local in uh, oklahoma uh, based ag groups that'll be coming to town Yep, so we'll have the Southwest District Livestock Show, which is obviously just a, a Southwest Oklahoma-based group. They will be here in February, and then the first week in March, we will have the Grady County Junior Livestock Show, which will be obviously just Grady County mm-hmm. people. Yeah, that uh, Southwest District Livestock Show is huge, and uh, last year, um, more than 2,000 animals uh, were led through the show ring, so it's it's huge. Uh, they pay three places. They've got a bronze champion uh, with all their their animals, and a group that's been around for 50 years, an event that actually started in Chickasha and then went to Carnegie for a few years and then Apache and then found its way back home uh, to Chickasha. It's been 10 or 15 years, I guess, since it's been back or so. Yeah, it's been it's been here for quite a few years yeah. now, and I don't think they have any plans of leaving. They really like the setup and everything, so unless something drastic changes, um, I don't think we can see them leaving anytime soon. Right. Uh, what are some other events coming up in the spring? Uh, in January, late January, we're going to host an event that we've never had before. It's a Southwest Oklahoma toy show. Uh, that's, that's a complete different event for us. It'll be inside. Um, it's just, it, will it be at the event center or at the exhibit building? It'll be in the North North exhibit exhibit building. building. Okay. So I I think the actual date on that's going to be January 29th and be sure and check out our social media and, and we'll have more on that as, as the time gets closer. So is it, uh, Vendors from just the region, or Jamie, what do you know about it? So I believe it is just from the region. Okay. It is just, um, since it's a Southwest Oklahoma, I think they're trying to keep it somewhat localized. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the first time they've ever even had this event, so it'll be very interesting to see how many show up. I know they've come out and measured multiple times just to see if they can get everybody that they want to fit in there. So what's the group? What's the name of the group? Do we know? It's just, just it's just... two individual gentlemen that okay. are coming to do it. Well, we'll look forward to that and helping to promote that event. So uh, that's a big deal, no doubt. 
Kids, mark the calendar. <laughs> That'll be a fun one. Yeah, it's, it's all right. And, of course, in, in March, I think March 17th through the 19th, the Ursuline family is going to host the pre-war swap meet again. Mm-hmm. That, that's always a highlight of, of, the, of the spring, kind of kicks off um, Show season, kind of, isn't it? Yeah. That's right. It's always, you know, I've, I've been at the fairgrounds for four full years, and it's almost like you start having some family. You know, it, it feels like each event, there's, there's, it's part of a family, and you look forward to seeing seeing those visitors come back to Chickasha every year. Yeah, and they were they were talking about uh, canceling that after the 30th year, but uh, Mike and Susie just can't just can't stay away from it. It's it's a great event, and uh, brings a lot of folks from across the country because it's uh, antique vehicles made before World War II, basically. Yeah, I know. Um, the last few years, I know 2020, they had to cancel it. Obviously, right. there was a lot of cancellations that year. We don't want to talk about it. Um, but I know normally they have a lot of people from New York State, Washington State, mm-hmm. places like that that like to come out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They like mm-hmm. to come out and uh, enjoy it. And it's kind of their vacation. Those people that come from that far away, it's their vacation. And so I know when I talked to Mike and Susie, that was one thing. They didn't want to stop those families from continuing on that tradition. Let's talk about funding a little bit because uh, Grady County taxpayers uh, have uh, helped out with that. uh, uh, And it was approved by a vote of Grady County uh, voters for this quarter cent sales tax at the county level. That all goes toward uh, specifically the fairgrounds and paying for the construction of the event center. Correct. Uh, We're so thankful that 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 happened and we're so thankful for the support of the Grady County residents um, for supporting that issue. Uh, We get so many groups through the fairgrounds from, you know, surrounding states that that they want what we have. Um, And and we're always open doors to let them come to her and they don't understand the community support that we have. You know, everybody wants the facility, but they don't know how to. They don't know how to achieve it. And this wasn't. This isn't something that's just been done in the past four, five, six years. This is something that that Grady County residents have have supported and built for years. So um, it, it's allowed us to have a premier facility. Um, it's allowed us to maintain a premier facility. And kudos to the fair board that oversees the operations uh, out there. Um, you've got to get their stamp of approval, I guess, on a lot of the stuff that's going on, right? Correct. We're, we're very fortunate to have a good board of directors. Um, they all work together well. Um, they all kind of come from a different walk of life, and, and we've got businessmen on there. We've got farmers, ranchers. Um, we've got uh, a good mix of male and female. We just, we're, we're so thankful to have a good board of directors that has a vision and, and, and is willing to stick to that vision. Right, and uh, what's the breakdown? How does... Uh... How do they decide who the who becomes a a member of the trustees out there? So the trustees are made up of nine members, um, three members from District One, and three members from District Two. Yeah, each each of the county district, yeah. Correct, mm-hmm. correct. So, um, and that, and that gives a good representation of the entire county. And they meet about once a month. We meet once a month over things. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, and, and discuss, you know, future plans. And a lot of it is, is just forecasting, you know, forecasting where we're at today and where, where we need to be five, ten years from now. So in this, in this business, if, if you don't keep the wheels moving, you're not going to grow. So sometimes our wheels are moving five miles an hour. Sometimes they're moving 75 miles an hour. But, but my goal is to always keep those wheels moving forward so we don't ever get a stale or stagnant board, staff, 
or facility. So how many event days did you have last year, if you have that number? But uh, a lot of times you've got several things going on uh, in the same day, right? You know, COVID, COVID, we shut things down for, I don't know, 10, 12 weeks. You know, we, we wanted to be sure that we were safe when we opened our doors back up. And when we did open the doors back up, the support was just phenomenal, and I think we, we booked 350 event days last year in 2021, and, and people are like, well, you didn't shut down for COVID? No, we, we actually shut down for COVID, so we were, we just, uh, when, when we got the go-ahead and felt like it was safe to have people back in our community and in our facility, we, we went like gangbusters. So you mentioned the social media earlier, so you've got the website, Facebook, other ways that folks can kind of follow you guys and find out what's going on. Yeah, so we have our website, just www.gradycountyfairgrounds.com. Um, on there, you can go on the front page. It has upcoming events that you can click on links and find um, more information on it. There's also a calendar on there if you're wanting to look a couple months out and see what we've got coming. We put all of our public events, all of our private events stay off of there. But then we also have an Instagram and a Facebook page that you can go follow. Right. So, And the, the private events are normally about one, just one, one time a year or most of the time? or Typically, yes. Typically, they're family reunions. They are birthday parties, quinceañeras, um, weddings. We've, we've kind of had a little bit of everything. And so those are the private events that obviously we're not going to put out there. We don't want random people showing up to somebody's wedding, but, um, we, we try to put as much on that calendar so that people can see what's going on. And let's talk about how the fair went last year and plans for the upcoming year every every august yep yep so i believe it is august 25th through the 27th this year um i've already we've already got a, a theme planned and we've got some local people that are helping me with a logo and and getting that all on paper mm -hmm. um we've already started the planning i start typically in january um it is it is going to be a good one, and it's going to be a big one. Last year, we we had a very successful fair. We added the the tractor pull, and they will be back again for 2022. So that's very exciting. Um, one thing I do want to mention um, that's a little bit off the fair, but on the fair. So as the fairgrounds, we are involved in a group called the International Association of Fairs and Expos. And every year they have a convention. Every year you are able to submit different things for contests that they have and we were lucky enough this year we won the photo for best educational ffa 4-h educational and that was from the kids day that we always have at the fair and then we were also runner up in two other photography divisions um that they offer one was the equine and i believe one was the general livestock and that's it's really exciting to me because that is we're in a division where fairs of a hundred thousand people or less, and for our fair that's typically around twelve to fifteen thousand to be up against those that are you know ninety nine thousand attendees, it's pretty exciting and impressive that we're able to go and compete at that level. Right, and you mentioned uh, the tractor pull uh, at the rodeo arena, and then we've had the monster trucks. Uh, are they coming back uh, this year? We're looking for dates for the yeah. monster truck. Okay. Um, we, we definitely love having the monster trucks. We don't want to overdo the monster no, trucks. No. We don't want to have too many. So 
Um, I, the tractor pull, we brought that back uh, in conjunction with the fair last year, and it was a, it was a huge hit. I, heard, I talked to so many people that said, hey, we went as kids, and, and it went away, and we're just so glad that, that it's back in Chickasha. And, um, and then from the other side of the spectrum, the, the pullers and the people pulling, you know, bringing the, the tractors, they just absolutely love the setup and, and love the grandstands, and, and they just absolutely was a huge success last right. year. And uh, lots of rodeos. We've already talked about the Chickasha Rodeo Foundation uses it every June, and uh, I know they're trying to build that back up and uh, get some things going with that. But uh, so many uh, equine events, which are high-dollar, high-dollar animals to to care for and take care of and they are really into this that's right that's events. right we uh i i i think it's safe to say one of our goals at the fairgrounds is we want people to come to town with pockets full of money and we want them to leave with nothing <laughs> <laughs> we want them to spend every dime they have on food and fuel and fun and and lodging and right. and, and and they do livestock they, items that they they need that's so right it's all that's available right, right so here. Um, we want them to, to spend all the money they can while, while they're in Chickasha. So um, 2021 was so good to us, and, and I just think that 2022 is even going to be better. All right, Andy Mayer, thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. Jamie Jones, thanks for coming in and talking about what's happening at the Grady County Fairgrounds. It's always our pleasure. Thank you.